0: Hello, each and everyone. Tonight's subject is the Godly Standard. I want to read from Philippians 3, 15 and 16. Let us, therefore, as many as are perfect, have this attitude. And if in anything you have a different attitude, God will reveal that also to you. However, Let us keep living by that same standard to which we have attained. Now, Paul, in writing this epistle to the Philippians' church, was giving a personal word of exhortation. Notice the word perfect here. It means maturity. Then what he was saying, if one is to become a full grown believer in Christ, he must be thus-minded, Obedient and open to the teaching, having an attitude of being a follower to the one who shed his life-blood for him on Calvary's cross, in other words, this person, if he is earnest in knowing the truth, God will make it plain to him period the Lord is never silent to the obedient and sincere faith. And faith is the only way to live. Paul writing to Timothy his son in Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 5, For I am mindful of the sincere faith within you, which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am sure that is in you as well. Paul convincingly wrote to the Philippian church, You heard the sound teaching, he told them, and you obeyed the word of God. And my life was an open book before your eyes. So let us, as mature people, with sincere faith, be in one spirit and press forward. As Paul writes, press forward. Let us set a godly standard for others to see Jesus in us. Dr. Ironsides commented on that, and he said, where there is a willingness to be taught of God, the illuminating grace of the Holy Spirit can be depended upon to open up His Word and guide us unto all truth. How true. Dear ones, we will be able to set a godly standard when we let the Holy Spirit take hold on us and gives us the power to live a consecrated life devoted to service and to witness proclaiming that Jesus Christ who rose victorious from the grave is able to save and change lives. What does the Church of Christ today need more than this power. Just look at the disciples. They did not go to theology school. They did not attend a course in public speaking. Nor did they learn the basic elements of preaching. The Bible says they were uneducated and untrained men. If you want to look it up, it's in Acts chapter 4 verse 13. Yet, Yet they changed let me turn here they changed the world. They set a new standard for Christianity. You know what? They were empowered by the power of the Holy Spirit. They were unstoppable even in the face of death. Today the 21st century church is applying the world's ways and its tools to attract people and entertain them instead of saving them from their sins. Regrettably, this same marketing philosophy has been incorporated into the programs of all churches. We are looking to human personalities to carry up and carry us ahead. The preacher is selected by a committee and, in most cases, must be forceful and have a winning personality. The music must be the finest and should be directed toward the new generation to please them and keep them coming. Hymnals and hymn, singing, are now outdated and have been replaced by loud music that, as someone said, carry no likable harmony that's supposed to sweep people into ecstasy. The church has stooped down, friends, to compete with programs on television that cost thousands of dollars to prepare. But, thank God for that, but the Bible tells us of only one dynamic, unique power that can alone attract and draw men and women on our knees. It can attract them to redemption. The Holy Spirit, He is the power. So let us humbly fall down before Him, humble ourselves, because He is the only hope in a world that is gone mad, and surrender our lives to Him. Let us set a true godly standard regardless of what people say or think. The Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthians in Second Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 12, he tells them, For our proud confidence is this, the testimony of our conscience, that in holiness and godly sincerity, not in fleshly wisdom, but in the grace of God, we have conducted ourselves in the world and especially toward you. Friends, how others see a godly standard? Someone said, God's people still offer the most basic and best proof of God. Amen. Another said, a changed life is still the best testimony of God's power. Divine love reflected in a Christian heart, which accepts, forgives, and loves the unlovable, is still the best witness of the nature of God. Amen. But we, again, we have been granted the unique privilege of partaking in the divine nature. Peter speaks about that in Second uh, Peter chapter one verse four, and the proof we we are and should be the proof of godly standard. Books and dozens and sermons. And education may have their place, but the real test is the lives of God's chosen people as seen in the eyes of the world. In Paul's letter to Timothy, he writes to him and he tells him to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. You'll find that in 1 Timothy. You can read the whole verses, verses 6, 10, and 11. May the Lord grant us all to be filled with the Holy Spirit so our lives will shine and touch others and see Jesus in us. This is the Godly standard. Until next time, keep healthy, stay safe, and may the Lord continue to bless you.